Welcome to our latest episode in our Experience CGI podcast. Uh, my name is Julie Watson and I'm joined today by Lisa White, who's part of our Emerging Tech practice. She's um, a director within that practice and she's the consulting chief architect and she's responsible for our smart places solutions. So we're talking smart place today, Lisa. So can you tell me what is a smart place? I can have a go at it, Julie. So <laughs> I guess if we describe a smart place it's probably got a number of different connotations it might be a smart city it might be a connected community or even a smart region then we can kind of view that through the lens of how public sector organizations and that might be local governments or health and regional partnerships might leverage new and emerging technologies to to fundamentally enable better outcomes for their citizens that, that they serve and to become more sort of data-driven and proactive organizations so in my view, it's kind of about broadly triangulating around three things. It's about understanding what has happened. So that's really about leveraging existing organisational experience and skills and knowledge and data to look forward and plan for the future. And that's mostly about understanding what's happened today and in the past. And and to be honest, most of the organisations that, that, that we speak to in CGI are, are pretty well um, leveraging and doing that that type of thing today, and they're, they're leveraging well understood technologies to deliver that that type of forward planning. But we shouldn't lose sight that that is a crucial input, or, or one of the key inputs into becoming smarter. It's also about how well assets or people in the community are 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 performing, or are are how well they are, and this is really about proactively. And, and proactive is the, the key word here, I guess, understanding what is happening to the assets that are out in a community. That could be roads, bridges, buildings, it could be cars or, or traffic, um, what's happening out in the community and, and being able to act on it. And that's, that is about primarily using what's called Internet of Things technologies. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about that uh, in, probably later on in this podcast. It's also about knowing where and how available are the things or the people that the organizations that we, we we speak to in this space need to deliver those services and that that is about using from a technology perspective that might be about looking at advanced analytics and other capabilities to give an overall what we call an overall near or real-time view of, of what's happening in a city or a community or a region and you might call that a kind of real-time situational awareness and really it, it, out the back of that what does that really mean so that it's about using those technologies so that fundamentally citizen outcomes are improved, um, new models of service delivery for these organisations can, can be created so that they, they can deliver their services in a joined up, more effective and efficient way. And that might even be about stretching how they deliver services outside of their normal kind of organisational boundaries. And, and it's about delivering outcomes that, you know, we, we hear a lot about it, particularly in light of COP26. It's really now about delivering outcomes that support sustainability in those areas. And it's about making data open and available to drive innovation into that city or community or region. And often what we what that innovation might look like today, we might not know as a result of putting some of this base technology in place. So, you know, a good example is we might we, we didn't know when, when when Apple and others invented the smartphone um that that we would lead that would lead to sort of using things like geolocation based services such as uber so it's about putting foundational capabilities in place that can then drive that can drive immediate um, benefits to citizens but then might drive other more innovative services in the future so that that to me and i think from a cgi perspective that's what we we think is a 
as a smart place. Fantastic. That's, a, that's brilliant. Really useful. And obviously lots of potential, but I suppose there must be challenges we're seeing when we're trying to realise in different marketplaces what, what smart place ambitions could be. Yeah, I, th- I think that's true. And I, th- I think we can see that with a lot of the organisations we speak to, Julie. So um, I think from our perspective, the challenge we are seeing in the markets is maybe twofold. We're seeing a lot of the organisations that we speak to, they've got really ambitious vision of where they want to get to, what they're trying to achieve and the sorts of citizen um, and other outcomes, sustainability being a key one, that, they, that they're trying to sort of get get towards by becoming smarter. Um, what we see in the, in the current, I guess in the current climate, is many of them have dabbled in the, in the utilisation of what we call Internet of Things technology, but they tend to have done it in as a small pilots in specific business areas. And the real challenge that we are seeing from that perspective is they've struggled to get scale or true integration of data to provide that overarching insight that allows them to really get towards the vision that they're, they're trying to achieve and provide those opportunities for real wholesale change in terms of how services might be delivered and then what innovation that could, that could bring. So from our point of view, I guess the challenges that that the clients that we're speaking to seem to be having is about it's about how to scale. So they've all sort of started to dabble in this space, but it's it's about how to scale and how to move away from what are often quite and I'm a technologist, so I can't believe I'm actually saying this, but what are often quite technology led pilots to really leverage the benefit that these types of technologies can bring so that they can achieve the sort of outcomes that was that was that we've that, that, that we've spoken about. And, and so that they can become more data-driven, more proactive organisations. And it's also about helping them understand how to do that, because that then helps them get the right le- level of investment to try and achieve those outcomes, which if you work in small-scale, uh, piecemeal-delivered pilots, it's very difficult to get beyond to get beyond that. So I guess just to summarise our view of, of the challenge for our clients in this space, it's about how to move beyond an initial playing about with the technologies in this space towards delivering um, solutions at scale that really allow them to drive towards the sorts of outcomes we've spoken about. Yeah, brilliant. And do we have do we have a view on how to overcome some of these challenges that you're mentioning? Yeah, I, th- I think we've definitely formed some opinions on this. So hmm. I guess our prob our view of this on how how our clients and how organisations in this space can kind of overcome these challenges. It's it's really to flip the problem on its head a little bit. So we sort of spoke about, you know, just a, a minute or so ago, how people often start with the technology in this space and how to deploy it and what is it. Um, our view is actually, let's turn that around. Let's take it, t- take an approach that looks at what business value or outcomes can this technology achieve? Align that to a properly considered sort of what we'd call a digital architecture and technology approach that then allows our clients to properly articulate the business ba- be- the business value and benefits from a citizen sustainability and operational efficiency perspective. So that's about really... Um, a long-winded way, I guess, to say how can we help our clients understand the real business value around deploying that technology and build a and and help them build a business case around that, um, which which allows them to 
deploy and utilise this technology at scale. So whilst IoT is a kind of new, is a key enabler of this of this um, of this type of, of this type of um, technology, because it brings what we what we usually call a new channel of of data, and in, in, in it's usually near or real time data into these organisations. Um, it needs to be practically applied in our view through use cases at scale that are aligned, as I said, to a clear business case on the benefits that can be achieved by deploying it at scale. And this needs to be supported and underpinned by a set of digital capabilities that enable that benefit. And, I, and as we spoke about, this isn't likely to be achieved by deploying small-scale individual technology pilots. So from our perspective, um, taking a use case, insight and architecture-led approach means we're able to work with our clients, not just to help them understand where they can use this technology, but how to find the best path or, or what we'd call the roadmap to, to reach their vision of becoming more data-driven and proactive organisations and, and move themselves past, you know, just deploying small-scale pilots in, in particular business areas. And we've found this approach is, is, is pretty successful in supporting our clients to access larger-scale funding opportunities that allows them to then then scale the and, and scale towards the ambition the ambition that they've got. So I guess to summarise, it's really about taking a business value-led view of the approach and underpinning that by a, a properly architected roadmap towards becoming a smart place. Super. And I suppose within that approach and within that roadmap, there are some key technology areas that you guide people to consider. Do you have a few you could summarise? Yep. Um, yeah, there are, and I'll probably I'll probably start that that by saying it's not just about individual technology areas because that's often where people people start with a, a particular technology and and they, they 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 do a bit of learning in a pilot. So for us, it's about understanding and defining an overall smart cities architect smart place or smart cities architecture and roadmap that, as I said, um, enables our clients to get towards the outcomes they're trying to achieve. But inside that, of course, the technologies we need to be thinking about include a few of the following things. So we've, we've spoken a little bit about this as we've as we've chatted, Julie. We, there's the Internet of Things technology. So this is fundamentally this is deployment of what we call sensors in the wider environment that might send us information about assets. For example, you can deploy what you can deploy an environmental sensor in someone's home that can detect the possibility of damp. We might look at deploying parking sensors integrated with smart traffic management to help direct people to available spaces or encourage them to better utilise park and ride in other facilities. So there's a whole piece around deploying um, Internet of Things type type technology um, around a region or a city or a community to, to, to get to give you that insight. Depending on the use cases that we that we speak to our clients about and often they are different depending on the type of organization they are if they're rural or a city or a hybrid of both we might have a better set of use cases depending on what they're trying to achieve so we depending on those use cases and the availability of network connectivity we might look to leverage and deploy some edge compute capability and really you know to try and bring that to life that might that might be leveraging or utilizing for example existing cameras that exist in local authority vehicles and streets and we might use that existing infrastructure and deploy edge compute which is really about doing some analysis um, on the edge as opposed to in the center to analyze for example uh, road and path quality and and, and and try and get ahead of issues like large potholes for example being 
um, reported by citizens and roads and having to be dealt, dealt with as a reactive thing rather than a proactive thing. And we, and we would use edge compute and some analytics on the edge to help detect those types of incidents. We also need to think in the context of smart cities about the deployment of advanced analytics, AI and machine learning. And, and really these types of technologies are what, what, what will allow places to become truly smarter because they give that real or near, near real time, what we call situational awareness of what is happening across a community, a city or a region. And, and also they give us the capability as you bring data, as we spoke about right at the start, as you bring existing data from these organisations that they already use to do all the planning and we bring that data together with the data that these new types of technologies will, will generate, you then can start to consider how you can forward predict how services might operate in the, in the future. And all of these technologies can then be built on um, to start to consider even more newer and emerging technologies around things like digital twin and augmented reality to really take forward the sort of next generation of, of smart places. We have to say that often these technologies come with some worries for people, but from our perspective, deployed in the right way with benefits to citizens clearly articulated and communities engaged and architected around a proper roadmap and solution set, we think will provide real opportunities for, for places to become truly smart in the future. Amazing. Thank you. So lots to consider. It's, it's such an exciting area at the moment, I think. Um, but that's brilliant. Thank you so much for your time. That's been really useful. Thank you for joining us. No problems. Thank you. And don't forget, you can subscribe to lots of our other uh, podcasts on our Spotify channels and other podcast ones. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm.